Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I'd like to talk with you about this idea of perseverance. We all have heard the slogans of stay the course and don't quit no matter what. But what does that really look like when we feel intense fear or shame or anxiety? And more importantly, when do we know when to throw in the towel? Well, glad you are thinking that because I've thought about that too. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about what perseverance looks like, how to implement it, and more importantly, when is it time to say goodbye. You're going to get some really good tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so happy that you're choosing to spend your time with me. I'm giving you a big electronic fist bump. Boom. (laughs) Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening to these episodes lickety split, I want to thank you in advance for sharing this podcast with other people. That way we can amplify the message to other people and interact better with love instead of intimidating people with threats or seducing people with guilt and shame. We can communicate with love and understanding. So I really appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you writing a review. Let me know what you've been enjoying. That way I can give you more of it. I know that I have a huge following on Apple Podcasts, but I like to hear from you guys on Spotify and Audible and all those other places. So I'm really excited to hear your thoughts via your comments and your reviews. And it also signals to other people that this is a podcast worth listening to. So thank you for that. And I thank you for checking out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll learn about my story. There you'll be able to sign up to my free weekly mailing list. There you'll be able to join Energy. Also no cost. Because I really want to support you. I really want to help you grow personally and professionally. Also, check out anchor.fm slash Denise D. Lee, where you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Please include in the beginning or at the end of your message whether or not I have permission to air your podcast or you just want to just talk with me privately. And that's totally cool, too. Just letting you know your options because I love giving people shout outs. I love giving people props in their own voice and their own words. So go ahead. Check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect or anchor.fm slash Denise Lee so that you can be able to reach me either way that works well for you. And this idea of perseverance, it is definitely more of a one-on-one thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Amazing attitude is good too, but this is really a one-on-one thing because what I've noticed, I've learned is a lot of people, they have so much ambition, so many desire to do something, but it's the fear that blocks them. The fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of disapproval from people that you find of high regards. So much social conditioning. I don't know. There's so many things on a psychological, emotional level that just needs to be unraveled and examined. And well, don't get me wrong, Amazing Attitude, which for those of you guys who don't know, Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program, audio program, where I take a deep dive and talk about who you are, your societal conditioning, and all that stuff. Not saying that that's not powerful, but for I've noticed with uh, working with so many clients over the years that it takes a really finer tuned touch to really 
get those on blocks out so that you can be able to make the money that you want. So you can be able to show up so that you can grow your audience so that you can be able to just do different things. Because in order for you to grow, you have to persevere through all of those handicaps or disappointments and failures. And that's why it takes more than just one single course to work through that. It's just been my experience. If you're interested in learning to work with me, check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. And then we can see whether or not I am a good fit for your needs. Okay, so before we kind of dive into this whole idea of preservation, I want to talk about what that is. And I want to give a quote from Calvin Coolidge, who was a former U.S. president. And this is what he says. He says, quote, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men or women with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Derelicts a fancy way of saying people who just don't do anything. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. So let's just dig into not necessarily what... Calvin Coolidge said, but this idea of persistence. And I'm going to break down some elements that will help you understand it on a deeper level, other than just say, press on and keep the faith on and don't stop working. Like that's, let's move past the superficial guys. I think we have heard many statements about just work through and two years later, you've been burnt out and exhausted and don't know where you're coming and going. And on a sidebar note, I remember I was just reading an article today that was talking about these all dark sensory deprivation like areas where people choose to spend in complete darkness from anywhere from a day to five days up to uh, up to a, a week sometimes in total darkness. Imagine being this pitch dark darkness where you're initially oriented with a small candle just kind of see the bearings there's nothing more but a toilet a cot a water basin and then after you've been showing everything the candle's blown out and you're sitting there quietly by yourself food is sent to you through a little a little slot but you're just there and after initial fear about where you add and what's going on, you're really forced at that moment to really get in touch with who you are. And a lot of people who have done psychedelics like ayahuasca and all those other retreat, retreats uh, where they just kind of drink some weird potion and hallucinate and see different things, there's come clarity. And I find that like, what's the point of all of this about clarity? You don't need to take a psychedelic trip or be in a, a dark pitched area to understand this idea of your purpose, your why, your journey. Now, for some people, they've been so burnt out, so going through the motions, lost their way, that's sometimes we need to go there. But for most of us, we can do incremental steps. And this conversation is one incremental step of understanding why are we persisting? Why are we doing the things that we do? We don't have to go on autopilot. We can 
take that pause. We can take that stop right now. And this is what we're doing. We're taking a pause. We're taking a stop. And the way that I want to do it is I want to define the difference between understanding who you are. And the first thing I have to ask you is, are you a stoic or are you a hedonist? Okay. So let's break down what the difference between the two of us, those two concepts. So this idea of stoicism, for those of you guys who don't know what stoicism is, it is it was formed in Athens in the early third century by a, a philosopher named Zeno Ascitium. And it's about this idea that ethics can be formed by logic and its views on the natural world. And it asserts that the practice of virtue is both necessary and sufficient to achieve eudaimonia is a fancy word of saying happiness or good spiritness and that one can flourish by the ethical life so we have a firm understanding of what makes sense right bounded by what is right and it's virtuous living accordance with nature meaning that you're not going to force people or things that to do things against their will you're only focusing on What you can change and what you can change is obviously only you and you have a strong idea of your virtue and your values and your things of importance and you live your life according to it. You're not bending to the winds of shifting public opinions or what's popular or what's trending on social media. You have a firm idea of that and you're not wavering. You know, what a really great book or resource if you're interested in learning more about the virtues and understanding about stoicism is Marcus Aurelius' spiritual teachings. It wasn't really Marcus Aurelius, uh, former Roman emperor, I believe. He wasn't necessarily a philosopher, but he was of one of the deepest thinkers at the time. He had a very peaceful reign, considering that he went into many battles and whatnot. But he was able to have camaraderie with those under him he was able to be at peace with himself because he really exuded the values of stoicism so if you're interested that's a great resource to learn more about if you're interested versus this idea of hedonism you know hedonism is pleasure seeking if it feels good do it if you got to itch scratch it if you don't want to go and do this launch of this promotion even though it's scheduled for next week and even though people are waiting for it if you don't feel like it just drop it just go with what feels good and for a lot of people who are hedonists they bail on commitments they have little to no integrity. The only thing their integrity is towards their own immediate feelings. And unfortunately, when we're wavering based on the winds of our feelings all the time, we don't commit to anything or anyone. And as a result, there's inconsistency. But you only find that instant gratification. And you associate with people who are also interested in, guess what? Instant gratification. So I'm not sitting here and saying, I just want to caveat here. I'm not sitting here and saying that you shouldn't find pleasure in things that give you joy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not at endorsing any of us to be engaged in masochistic behavior where we just love and punishment inflicting on ourselves. Not, whoa, whoa, whoa. Denise is not saying that. What I am saying is this idea of if you're going to be a full hedonist, then you're opening yourself to possible addictions, okay, possible insecurities that can amplify to shame, fractitious relationships with everyone, 
professional or personal, hedonists rarely become successful long term. And if they do get some success, it's going to be a fiery crash at the end. You know, I'm thinking about one particular entertainer, rapper turned fashion designer turned media mogul guy, and he lived full tilt a hedonistic life. Actually, there's a couple of them, actually. Actually, maybe a couple. There's a long laundry list of these people who bought the con, and I really mean as a con, that do whatever you feel like, say whatever you feel like, go wherever you want to go, treat people like objects and treat objects as more important than people, and just live your life unabashed. And I think about this one particular person who just went full tilt hedonistic and he lost multi-billion dollar contracts. He was blackballed from social media sites because of his inflammatory incendiary comments toward a particular ethnic group. And he's basically on his way to filing bankruptcy and so many things bad things are happening in addition to his personal problems. So what I'm trying to say is that Buyer beware about hedonism, even though we live in a society that lauds hedonism. You know, whoever has the biggest toy, who dies with the biggest toys wins and all this other junk. There's, they never talk about the paycheck of it, meaning that you may achieve success monetarily, socially, but it comes at a high price. And that stress does terrible things to your body, you know, ruins your T-cell count, strips the myelin um, coating off of your nerves, exposing you to all sorts of bad things to your body. And I don't want that to happen to you. So choose, choose to live a stoic life. Choose to understand that being persistent means temporarily tempering your desires and I know those desires can be extremely strong and overwhelming and ask yourself is it good for me in the long run and actually that's kind (laughs) of the main point of persistence and perseverance is asking yourself what does it mean in the long run you stay you choose to stay when you see incremental positive progress in your life and what does that look like you know, I remember reading something a long time ago that they say that most people need at least 10,000 hours or five years minimum before they achieve mastery in a particular subject. And I find so many people just bailing because they think that it was fast money, easy success. You know, as I'm recording this podcast on February the 15th, 2022, I was reading a particular article it was from the Wall Street Journal somewhere. Yeah, it was Wall Street Journal. And they were explaining how during 2020 and 2021, when interest rates in the UN, United States, probably around the world too, were record lows. And there were just a huge swarm of real estate agents on getting their real estate licenses. And, you know, within a couple of weeks, I'm sorry, a couple of years rather, people were just bailing. And it's because it was like, wait a minute. I thought it was easy money. There was people giving me money hand over fist. What? Where is the milk and honey? And the sad part about it is that a lot of people thought that it was an easy thing to do. So part of being persistent is having a sober attitude about the environment that you're in. There's some industries, yeah, there's going, actually some, all industries are seasonal, meaning there's good times, 
There's not some good times. And that's why it's so important that you have mentorship, that you have someone alongside you to help you temper your emotions against reality. Because oftentimes people quit easily. I mean, obviously, we need money to pay the bills and all that stuff. But you have to have a solid game plan that factors in the highs as well as the lows. Are you going to be like a squirrel and save up all those acorns so when the times are low, you'll be able to persevere when everybody else quits. I'm thinking about one particular client of mine and she really struggled in the first four years of her business and she was about to give up. And lo and behold, the time she started her business was literally a drought season. And then as soon as her business started picking up, wow, she got a gr- she felt just really great for obvious reasons. The money's coming in and the client's coming in. All this stuff's going in. And I told her, I said, are you feeling great because the money's coming in or because you have the opportunity to take advantage of these new people that are coming in? And she paused and she thought about it for a second. She was like, well, all those years, those four or five years before not really having many clients, not having much success, I really just wanted to give up. But there was a part of me just knew that it, my ship was going to turn around. This was going to happen. And lo and behold, because she was able to get the mentorship, because she was able to be persistent, things started turning around. So I have to ask you a question. Are you having the perseverance to understand that it is a long game approach? Or are you just looking for the fast money? Anytime you are in a business situation, you are serving, you're selling to serve. Now, I have uh, another course about selling to serve, cash, confidence, and clarity. I think I'm going to drop a link to that one too, where we're going to have to get us out of this idea of, I'm just going to make all this money and my social media phone is just going to blow up and no one's going to complain about me and everything's just going to be sunshine and roses. And the fact of the matter is that dismisses the fact that people are not pulses with credit cards. They are human beings. They're looking for solutions. They are looking for someone that can help them. But when we're only just focused on ourselves and our own immediate needs, we get blinded to that. So as part of per- persistence and perseverance, are you looking at how your impact makes a real difference to other people, not just yourself? Take the blinders off of yourself and look around you. Start going online, read newspapers, talk with people, better yet, talk with people and ask them how your work impacts them positively. And if you don't know anyone, then that's time to start opening your world, my dear, and start having more conversations. Because oftentimes when I see people, they're about to quit. They have only been on the council of one, one meaning themselves about all the reasons why they don't feel comfortable. When the reality is, if they just talk with at least three people, understanding different perspectives, and not just three people that are willing to give you money, three people that are in the business that you are in. Perspective really counts. So get someone's opinion that's not yours to really understand holistically what you're dealing with. Now, I've been spending all the time talking about when to stay and why to stay, but let's talk about when to go. Because look, here's the thing. Sometimes we gotta go. We can't sit here and take the abuse. And let me explain when I say abuse. 
Sandra Brown, she's a, a therapist, wrote a wonderful, wonderful book called Women Who Are in Love with Psychopaths. No, I'm not, this is not a conversation about identifying psychopaths or <laughs> dating advice, but this idea of when we are not aware of our needs and what is important to us and our values and how we feel safe, we just fall down for anything or anyone that seems to appear to give us what we want, but at a very high cost. We're around people who say, I hate you, but don't leave. (laughs) These completely disjointed statements that keep you in the suspense of maybe one day, one day, Things are going to turn around and it's going to be better. I think about this idea of Stockholm Syndrome where people are just staying captive to their abusers, not seeing how detrimental it is to their mental and their physical and spiritual health. So when you're around people or when you're in a situation where you see absolutely nothing, you've done your due diligence, you've researched, you understand the seasonal aspects, you understand about that you are selling to serve not getting money, okay? And you understand all of that. And it still feels like your life is being sucked out. You wake up, you think about your your job, you think about your career, and you almost become pale. You're like losing all the life out of your out of your your face. You look like a ghost every uh, from the start of your day to the end of the day and your heart's pal- palpitating or you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed most days of the week 70% of the time you're feeling anxious and you don't see how this is helping you long term baby it's time to cut and run it's time to cut and run if you are getting bled dry emotionally or financially too i've met so many entrepreneurs that have blown forget about ten thousand dollars i'm talking about fifty a hundred even up to a million dollars before they go oh you know what this was awesome learned a lot but there is no feasibility long term i i wish i could be a trailblazer in this but this ain't working this is when you have to start asking yourself the honest questions are you just trying to go through the motions just to prove someone wrong then you're going to have to check and ask yourself what is really happening. And that's why it's a one-on-one thing where we have to talk about what is really happening to understand, separate the fact from the fiction, separate the people-pleasing from pleasing yourself. Being Being persistent in things that harm you is not the way to go. That is something that is going to end up hurting you and hurting the community around you. And I don't want that to happen. I want you to understand that as part of being persistent, there are, is a, a total positive net gain, not only to yourself, but to the community that you serve. And you don't do that by ignoring how you feel, what your bank account says, and why it matters. And understand that the payoff often isn't quick. It's not easy. But persistence is well worth it. You know, I think about Helen Keller. She was deaf and blind from the age of 19 months. But she ended up writing 12 books, various articles, and she was the first blind person to receive a Bachelor of Arts degree. 
I think about Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. They're both musicians who were blind and have achieved much in their genres of music. James Earl Jones, the actor, you know, he, for all his, his deep voice, do you know he was a stutterer? I mean, on and on. There's so many people that overcame the odds and have been such a positive influence to other people. In addition to sharing their work, they're serving others. Okay. And they were very well compensated for their activities. Are you thinking of things from the right perspective? So let's just recap some major points that I really want to address. Are you living a stoic life or a hedonistic life? I ain't judging either way. But if you want to have long lasting career, if you want to have integrity, if you want to have a story that is inspirational to other people, think beyond yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. You can learn from someone who's messing up as well as who are slaying it. I think you would rather be more of the latter, the slaying it, than the screwing it up. Okay. The other thing I want you to ask yourself is, are you thinking about it holistically, your situation? Are you understanding that this is a long game? That there's going to be seasonal highs and lows. Are you asking people about what your industry is like? And are you understanding the impact to your emotional, your physical, your psychological health? And are you asking yourself, are you doing this to people please? Or to get back at someone and show them that you're better than that? This is something that's worth examining. Okay. That's why I recommend working with me one-on-one if that's something that you really need to dig deep and understand, okay? Well, what are you going to do in terms of understanding whether or not you need to stay or go? I'd like to hear from you. Write me. Check out info.denisetlee.com connect where you can send me a message or you can send me a voicemail message via anchor.fm slash Lee. Well, I love talking with you as always. Please share this podcast if it was impactful for you. And always, I love to see your review. So greatly appreciate that in advance. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.